0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والحمد لله رب العالمين وسلام الله على شرف النبي sallallahu <laughs> محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وآله وصحبه وسلم تسلم كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده. My brothers and sisters, I, somebody sent me on WhatsApp this video which uh, has come, which will come with this Fajr the reminder. I want you to first watch that video fully before you listen to me. So stop this right now and watch the video. And then come back and listen. I don't want to take away the surprise element and the fun of what I'm going to say. So watch the video first. It's just a couple of minutes and then come back here. You know, what took my breath away is that last statement by that android um, person, for want of a better name. The uh, speaker is asking her. Uh, you've got a brain which can which can perform millions and millions of functions uh, per second. Is it true? And she says, yes, it is true. This person says that man has created something which is more intelligent than he is. And she says, no, because it is because of the intelligence of my creator that I have this, I have this functioning brain and so on and so forth. And then she says that he has something, my creator has something which I can never have. The speaker is saying, what is that? She says, the soul. SubhanAllah, it literally took my breath away. Because I'm asking myself, do I value what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me, which is my ruh, which is my soul? I always recall the first time I bathed somebody who had passed away. And this person looked like he was alive. He looked like he was not even dead. I mean, I knew he was dead. Eyes were shut and so on and so forth. But he just looked like somebody who was sleeping. And I remember, and this is something that happened to me more than 25 years ago. But I remember that as if I... I'm seeing it right now and I remember asking myself and I remember asking myself that on that day and many times after that and right now that what is the difference between that person and me and the only difference is that my soul is still in my body whereas that person's soul has left. So that whole body is completely functionless, can do nothing and will, if left like that, will decompose and deteriorate only because the soul has been taken out from it. A living person doesn't decompose, the muscles may get wasted, somebody who has been in coma for many years and I know of at least two two such cases of uh, people who were in a coma for years. So they keep doing physiotherapy for them and so on and so forth, not because they think that they will get up and walk, but so that the muscles don't completely waste away. But the body doesn't decompose, whereas a dead person, as soon as the soul comes out of the body the process of decomposing starts the question I'm asking myself and I request you to ask yourself is do we value the soul do we feed the soul do we take care of the soul do we protect the soul what is the food of the ruh the food of the ruh is the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala It is the tilawat al-Quran. It is the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How do you take care of the soul? By protecting it from the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The soul is what animates us. It is what gives us. It is life. It is what enables us to use (coughs) our, our faculties, our um, arms and legs and you know, our, our senses <clears throat> seeing, hearing smelling, tasting feeling it is what enables us to understand it enables the heart to understand enables the mind to understand once the soul is removed everything remains as it is intact but dead, completely non-functioning. Not because anything changed in those things. When I die, my hands will still be the same, my feet will still be the same, my eyes and nose and ears and tongue and everything else will still be the same, but they will not be able to function. They will have nothing in them because the soul has come out. So here is this machine which says that he, meaning the uh, creator of that machine, whoever he or she is, said he has something that I can never have and that is a soul. Now even that answer is a programmed answer, but my point is that it's such a uh, powerful answer that… it really touched my heart and I, I asked myself, SubhanAllah Allah has given me this fabulous wealth of this soul. And this is what will remain of me. This is my identity, this is what will remain of me. This is what will go before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This body is the container, it will deteriorate, it will decompose, Illa Allah. Once it goes into the grave, it will The rule is that it becomes, goes back to dust, Illa MashaAllah, those Allah wants to preserve and protect, Allah will preserve and protect. And then we will be resurrected again on the Day of Judgment. My brothers and sisters, it is very important for us to think about this and say, just like we are focused, today we are in such a materialistic world that we only think of the external. So we have a multi-billion dollar industry of cosmetics. We have a multi-billion dollar industry of hair oils. We have a, we have a multi-billion dollar industry of um, of gyms and, and, and physical fitness. Fitness equipment, fitness drinks and food, fitness foods. And But no matter how fit you are, one day you will die. One day I will die. So by all means, be fit. I'm not saying, you know, there's nothing romantic, by, uh, romantic about looking like a pregnant cow, but the point being that at the end of the day, the fit person or the unfit person are boing, both going to go into their graves. So we have, we focus on the external. I must look good, I must smell good, I must, you know, um, wear good clothes you think about the you think about the number of uh, industries which are focused on the appearance of the human being the external appearance of the human being i don't want to make a list of it because of course you also uh, you also know this but the point is that uh, what about the rest we have some things to do with our mental health much less focus on that but that is there but for the soul we have nothing alhamdulillah in islam we have our masajid we have our salah we have dhikr we have fikr we have the reflection and the concern uh with Allah, uh, concerned about what will happen to us when we go on the day of judgment uh, when we go before allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is why it is so important to keep on reminding ourselves and to keep on thinking about these things and then do and then doing something about it obeying allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in every aspect in things we like and things we don't like there may be some things to do with the obedience of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which um which we don't like. You know, I, I'm I'm reminded, at least in Hyderabad, everyone, because we all like to eat sweets, the moment the sweet comes and somebody says no, they say, oh, No, 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 the, the. huh? They say, eat, eat, uh, eat sweets, it's it's a sunnah. Now, I don't know if that's a sunnah or not. But what is definitely a sunnah is to eat less. is to eat way less. Nabi said, just eat enough to keep the keep the back straight. And if you must eat, then eat only one-third of the capacity of your belly. The one-third is not the norm. The norm is to eat even less than that. But nobody ever says that, nobody ever talks about that as a sunnah. Nobody says eat less because it's a sunnah. They say eat sweet because because it's a sunnah. So effectively, you're not following the sunnah, you're following your, your nafs. You are you are talking. You, you want to eat sweet, so you want and you want to say, "Oh, it's a sunnah." Even if it's a sunnah, how about the other sunnah, which is to eat less? But I, since I don't want to do that, I don't worry about that, and I don't talk about that, and I don't remind myself that that's a sunnah. Now, this is what kills the soul. This is what damages the soul. This enslavement to our own desires. <laughs> At least I have the honesty to say this I am doing it because it's my desire, not because of Sunnah. My brother and sister, I really seriously remind myself and you let us focus, let us appreciate what Allah has given us, and let us ensure that Allah gave us the soul in a beautiful, pure form. Let us make sure that we take it back to Allah in that same form. Beautiful and pure, healthy, not a diseased. Starving skeleton Which can barely crawl It's the mercy of Allah That Allah has not Has kept the soul hidden And Allah has not allowed People to see The condition of our souls I shudder to think what will happen if People could see The condition of my soul May Allah protect us from this and may Allah Continue to cover us with His He is the ul Ayyub and the Khafar of he is the one who covers all faults and and mistakes and sins, and he's the one who forgives, and we ask Allah subhanahu to forgive them and to keep us covered and to never remove this cover and to forgive our sins and to enter us into Jannah.